Welcome back, Ranch Nation, hanging out with you guys from the East Valley Institute of Technology right here in Mesa, Arizona, one of the uh, premier trade schools out in the country where you can find a smorgasbord of skilled trades. Skilled trades. You may not be college-bound. Check out East Valley Institute of Technology. Always enjoy spending time with you guys every Wednesday. And, of course, uh, if you miss the show in its entirety, you guys know you can catch it on the podcast on the weekend, as well as our Saturday radio listeners, uh, 88.7 The Pulse and 90.7 and KFNX. You guys rock. Always grateful to take you on an automotive journey. And my lovely co-host, Miss Susie Sockets. How are you, girl? How amazing, Frank. How are you, buddy? We got to listen to these trumpets. I know. Yeah. You know, I just feel like we can't disrespect the musicians in the brass section. <laughs> they got to play and roll with it. Yeah, oh, listen to that. As I remind you every week, get on to WrenchNation.tv. You guys, um, there's a, a smorgasbord. In fact, we had Bogey on here from uh, All Girls Garage uh, TV. Uh, and, and mainly what I want to, to get your attention to on the website, a lot of you are going to try to tinker with your brakes, or you may take it into your local garage. Uh, there's a lot of evasive advertisements out there. You guys know. You've seen it. Maybe you've experienced it. It's just not what it is. Uh, show number 203 uh, talks about how to avoid spending unnecessarily. And the big daddy in the room is going on a road trip. A lot of you are. Not many people flying, Susie. No, not right now. No. So show number 201, I want you guys to check out that show that had a lot of great information, essentially, what would be a road trip inspection. Again, if you're doing this yourself, there's a lot of good tips in there, as well as uh, if you take it into your local Rockstar garage, you have an idea of what to expect. It was a good show. It was. I think uh, we. It, it's tough. You guys know, hanging. It, you know, we got an hour, man. This ain't a four-hour show. <laughs> but uh, this week, we we thought we'd do a little something different. A lot of you have a collector car. We we've had many shows uh, in the past in that regard. I want to take you guys behind the scenes of a professional environment. What would you expect for your '68 Mustang? What would you expect for your old school Jaguar. You know, not every garage can work on that stuff. They're not set up for it. There's a different level of experience. So we're honored to have Joe Ritz with the Sports and Collector Car Center. He's going to be joining us. And essentially, how does that old world craftsmanship combined with the new age technology? I mean, you guys know it's it's still some sophisticated. If you're working on a newer Jaguar, there's some sophistication under the hood for sure. Susie, what's happening in the garage? Well, you know what? Things are things are a little bit light just because, you know, like we talked, AC works not too high on the priority list anymore. Um, very minimal cooling, overheating. So, um, well, add the election season. Yeah. You guys know a lot of my small business people out there, you know. Yes. Every four years. Yes. So I'm focused on what's for lunch every day. Now, that's what's great. <laughs> election, it's election fandango. It is it's uh, crazy, Frank. We'll get through it, no doubt. Uh, speaking of get through it, Waymo has decided 
that they are going to fully launch a self-driving taxi service. We know they've been in the Valley kind of test bed. I think they got, well, millions of miles. It's uh, Let's see what it says here. They've got 20 million miles of autonomous driving as of January this past year. That's the Waymo? Waymo. Okay. Well, you're signed up for Waymo. I am. I've taken three rides. And they're at that next stage. Of autonomous. Of autonomous and more full service for the Valley. Right. Well, East Valley, you guys know there are there are specific roads for that. You can't just take an autonomous vehicle on I-17, I don't think. Right. Well, you can't take well, any, I don't know. any vehicle you? on I-17. <laughs> I-17 can be rough, but uh, what was your experience with Waymo? Oh, it was it was pleasant, actually. It was, it was actually pretty cool. Um, I got into the generation where I could record everything, which I did. And uh, no, it was it was an experience. What did you record? Uh, I recorded, uh, you know, the way that the vehicle handled situations. So okay. this is the best way I can describe it. We as drivers behind the wheel, we react, but a Waymo vehicle will predict. That's the thing. That is. It's learning every time. And it's really kind of a cool experience. Yeah. They're, I mean, ultimately, they want to get rid of human errors. Right. We make a lot of human errors. We do. And so some of you still don't believe in it. I, I would be uncomfortable. I mean, you were you were just happy as Oh, could yeah. Be. I was cool. I mean, I, I mean, there was somebody in there behind the wheel. Absolutely, to take over. Well, we have, uh, you guys can go back into the deep annals of the Wrench Nation show here. I think it was show 80 or 70 or what have you. We did a whole autonomous thing. And, of course, uh, Ch- Chandler, City of Chandler does an amazing job. Uh, there was a big an autonomous uh, platform mm-hmm. conversation about, you know, how the city can benefit. Many people that can't drive will benefit. You right. know, it'll it'll kind of loosen up some of the uh, public works. What do you got right. in the weird situation? Well, I'm going to pick on about four kids here. I'm going to pick on two. That's mama coming I up. know. Two 14-year-olds and two 16-year-olds. Were they bad? Well, these children are facing charges of first-degree felony criminal mischief. Don't tell me it has anything to do with a car, does it? <laughs> Yes. Yes, it does. So well, wait, I got to stop you there because okay. many of us got away. We didn't get caught. A lot of us were mischievous, right? But now with technology and cameras and surveillance, and you know, what are you going to do? So when these naughty kids do nearly one million dollars in damage, oh wait a minute, I didn't. I was. I was not a part of that yes. when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't trying to cost people money. You know, it's funny that Dad blames it on video games, and I don't know how true that is, but. They basically broke into a CarMax dealership in Houston, Texas. And although there was no injuries, there were vehicular casualties. Vehicular. Vehicular casualties. I can only imagine. Uh, So they they stole a car? Uh, 20 cars were damaged. So they basically broke in, nabbed the keys, and basically turned the whole place into a personal demolition derby. You can't spank kids like that. You can't. But check this out. Some of the cars... (laughs) That they wrecked, Frank? They weren't. Oh, to add to this. Well, a million dollars, 20 cars and about a million dollars? 20 cars, but the most that stuck out was they wrecked a Dodge, a Dodge Challenger scat pack. Oh, that's big money. They messed up a Chevy Corvette Z06. What a bunch of... They now, messed come up, on, man. Yep, they messed up a Ford Mustang GT. Why'd you mess with the Kia Rio? <laughs> a party after... I mean, come on, guys. You listening, you know... Those cars are big money. A Porsche 911, and oh, now gosh. Joe Ritz is going to drop on this one because they actually ruined a Jaguar XE. 
Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. All right, so what are they doing? I mean, they, what with these kids? They basically just went in, stole keys, did a little demolition, and then their intent was to steal the vehicles, but they couldn't get past all the gates and whatnot, so they fled on foot. The sad thing is it was the worst this officer has seen in his 33-year career. It's just sheer. It is horrible. These people, man. Isn't that sad? You think this has something to do with the idleness of COVIDness? That's right. Now, I want to know what video game would prompt children to well, do this. I, well, there's a lot of video Which games. Which one, Frank? Uh, you know what? I tell I my kids, just you cannot go any further than Pac-Man. <laughs> waka, waka, waka. Pac-Man was an innocent <laughs> game. We weren't out there trying to rob people. What do you guys think? I mean, some of you are gamers, and you're probably saying you guys are a bunch of idiots. Yeah. Do you think gaming translates to real life? Can it? We hear these stories. Are there studies that maybe support that? or I don't know. I don't want to go there. Maybe yeah. interviewing the kids, what made you do it, Grand gonna, Theft Auto did, who knows? We, we will have an abundance of hate mail from the situations of goings on, Susan. <laughs> I, I think there should be. I mean, what we did, what we did is we said as a culture and as a society and a governmental situations, let's just put rated R. On everything. Or whatever you guys say. <laughs> and then that didn't really mean anything because we just did it. That's right. Do you think gaming translates to life? Now, some studies say that gamers are high tech. Very intelligent individuals. That's right. They could end up in NASA. That's right. But when you're getting down on some poor guy's dealership with a million dollars, now they're insured. However, it, it sucks. Man. Yeah. Stop doing, you know, just take a skateboard. Whatever happened to innocently <laughs> beating up a little park bench with a skateboard and getting caught? Now, I couldn't even imagine being a parent of one of these children's I, child. I could not do that. What would I do? How would I discipline them? I don't think you can. I think, I don't know. What would you do? You think leave them in the system and let the juvenile detention center deal with them? I mean, this is like mob mentality right there. Yeah. I don't think the average parent can handle that. Yeah, that's pretty extreme. What do you guys think? Mom, Dad, I know you're listening. What would you do with your kid, would you? <laughs> you send him out to military boot camp? But I think there's going to be some seriousness going down with them. I think they're going to end up in a uh, little juvie hall for a while. Oh, big time. And then what do you, what kind of, well, how would you teach them in juvie hall? Make them Ooh. clean, make them clean all the juvie hall cars. That's what I would do. <laughs> what would you do? They would clean all the cars. They would be sick of it. Anyway, it's a terrible story. Uh, you know, we're not trying to act like a bunch of old people over here saying that, well, we never did stuff like that. But I got to tell you, we never did stuff like we that. We never did. That's pretty extreme. I mean, that's extreme. We did some silly, like, stuff, but I don't know. That's a that's that's an angry story, It is Susie. kind of an angry story. The Wrench Nation peoples want a happy we story. We want happy. Well, <laughs> anyway, I want you guys to tune in. We're going to dive into what it's like to get into, well, I, you know, I phrase it as this old world craftsmanship and new technology, right? To diagnose these vehicles, even if you have a European luxury, Ferrari, Lamborghini, those vehicles do require the technology side. But there's a bit of old world craftsmanship. There's attention to detail like no other. And we are honored to have Joe Ritz, Sports and Collector Car Center out of uh, Tempe, Arizona. He's going to be joining us. Stay tuned. Wrench Nation next.
funding for Wrench Nation Car Talk brought to you by Parts Authority Auto Parts. Founded in 1972, a leading national distributor of automotive replacement parts, tools, equipment, and transmissions. For a location near you, visit partsauthority.com. Of course you want your mileage back. And all the extra money you've spent feeding an engine gunked up with carbon. Your car needs its fuel system cleaned, and it needs it now. You need BG44K. It's the one dealerships use the most. In fact, they use BG44K almost 3 to 1 over any other fuel system cleaner made. To find a shop near you, go to BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. I got my mileage back. BG, BG. Right on. Welcome back. Get on to uh, Wrench Nation. You can catch the show this weekend. And, of course, all of our radio listeners on the weekend shows, we appreciate you spending time with us. What does it mean when you have a Jaguar, Lamborghini, or Ferrari? Uh, A lot of you may not go back to the dealer. You may have one with some miles. Maybe you got it secondhand, but you still want to maintain it. Now, you guys know you can't just take that to any old mechanic. Joe Ritz of the Sports and Collector Car Center. Proudly maintains and services all fine automobiles, including Jaguar, Ferrari, Lamborghini, Maserati. The list goes on, and the attention to detail is impeccable, and we're honored to talk to Joe. Joe, welcome to the show. Good afternoon. Thank you for having me. And a big shout-out to Mr. Pat Ritz. You, uh, Joe right. and Pat Ritz, the brother <laughs> duo, the duo out there. We can't forget Pat. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you guys got a combined, it's, uh, what, 80 years or so under hood. Um, I, I, Susie, we got to ask, yeah, Joe, how, how's it like to work with your brother? Some people can't work with family. <laughs> That's a great question to start with. First of all, we're only 11 a month difference in age. So oh. he's 11 months older than I am. And we come from a large Italian family, seven kids. So communication was always the key. And elevated voices was always part of it as well. <laughs> Good old-fashioned Italian family right there. <laughs> so we, uh, you know, we have our defined roles. But, I mean, we shared a bed, a bedroom and a house and everything for so many years that we kind of key on each other. But when it comes to working, he runs the shop. He's the mechanical side. He's been recognized as one of the top restoration techs by Sports Car Market. So he likes the hands-on side. I'm more of the front of the house on the uh the, the greeter and the uh, business side of it, and it's the roles are so defined that it's a perfect match. Yeah, no doubt. And and you guys, uh, how many years have you been at that location there? Twelve years here. All right, so in the industry for quite some time. What was the inspiration? Any any uh, Italian uncles tinkering with old cars back in the day? <laughs> Funny you would say that, yes. In fact, I had, a, I had an uncle that was pretty into it back in Boston where my parents were from. And then out of necessity... Like I said, with seven children, my dad fixed everything because we couldn't replace it. And I have two older brothers, 14 and 16 years older than us, respectively, and they start off in the car business, and it was just a natural progression to be around them, be around cars, and uh, be part of the culture. Yeah. You know, I, I think, not to knock any other industry, but I, I almost think that to take around and mess around, whether you're working on a Kia Rio or a classic Jaguar, you, you, you got to have the pulse and the beat and the passion for it. I mean, and, and that's the big question that, you know, these youngsters coming up, they may just be interested, but a lot of them give up before they even got started because there is some rudiments. I want to talk about the technicians uh, that are part of your team 
and specifically perhaps some of the younger technicians, how are you guiding them in the service base? Well, you know, we're blessed with a, with a really top-notch staff uh, because of our tenure. Some of them have been with us a very long time, and we've tried to groom newcomers. I have one uh, tech out there that came to me from the high school program at Tempe High School years and years ago, and uh, he just had it in his DNA, it, and that's where it had to be. It was in his core I, he came and interviewed, and I told him I would get back with him. And every day after school, he was standing at the counter. I finally Aww. just told him to go to work. because he was. But it takes that kind of fire in your belly that you want to do this stuff, that it interests you, and, and you know that that's what you want to do. Yeah, and I think, like you said, uh, I mean, uh, the whole grooming aspect. I, I think we set ourselves up for failure sometimes in the garage when we don't have a plan in place, and we can't identify with the levels of skill set. Uh, you know, and Susie, we've had some pretty good success overall. I mean, we've had some hit and misses, yep. but some of our entry-level techs, yep. they've had some tenure. Yeah, as a matter of fact, our entry-level, um, our youngster, uh, Luca, you know, he was with us for three years and then uh, actually went off to Intel. Yeah, which we is promoted really cool. that. We yeah. promoted that. I mean, we would love to have kept him. Um, so speaking of seasoned technicians, you've got some seasoned uh mechanics and technicians by way of skill set what are some of their fortes i mean do you have someone back there that's specifically working on ferraris or lamborghinis or how does it all work you know we're blessed in the fact that we're a small enough entity that we have five techs myself and my brother but we all have our our expertise so i have a gentleman that's been with us for several years now that does most of the american muscle and classic which is his strong suit. He's also very good on Ferrari. I have uh, one that's been with us for many, many, many years, 30 years, that is the fastidious type. He does a lot of the detail-oriented work, very strong British. We have a new addition that came to us from New Jersey by way of Rome. So he talks funny, but he's excellent <laughs> at everything he does. Oh, I, I, I think every luxury, uh, import luxury, European-ish garage should have a, a gentleman wrenching from Rome. I tell you, and his, his attitude and motivation is so uplifting that it, it takes everybody with him. So, And then our, our other guy is John, who, uh, who was with us back when he was in high school. He left for a little bit, did some dealership stuff. And then realized he wanted to come back and do the fun stuff and get out of the dealers. And he's been with us again for probably another 10, 12 years. Yeah, it sounds like an awesome team. And, I, and that's what it takes really for you that may be listening that has uh, an exotic uh, vehicle. You know you have to make the right decision uh, by way of where you're going. Uh, Joe, if you were talking to an individual right now that would be interested in getting service work, um, and let's say they're in Iowa, Alaska, California. Let's say they're not in your backyard. What advice would you give them right out of the gate? How do you find a reputable uh, muscle car mechanic and, and so on? You know, I have advised people to where, you know, I can't be hands-on, to deal with the clubs in the area and get some history that way. A lot of the Ferrari Club, Maserati Club, Porsche Club, etc., have all got uh, opinions and uh, recommendations based on firsthand experience. So I think the club aspect of it is really helpful. Yeah, no doubt. In fact, a big shout-out to Scuderia Southwest. <laughs> yeah. uh, 
Uh, Peter Volney and the uh, wonderful thing they uh, do every year up in Fountain Hills, that big show. Uh, we're hopeful for January to come up. Uh, uh, Joe, I think you do the Fountain Hills show. I, I, I think you guys were out. Weren't they out there, Susie? I, I... Joe, I think you mentioned that you were out there and you may have saw the Wrench Nation set up. Yeah, in fact, we had our booth was directly across from the stage, so we got a, a you know a best seat in the house. And yes, we do it every year. Peter just contacted me about this year, and you know everybody is vibrating to get out of the house. Oh, and, oh yeah, yeah. no <laughs> get doubt. The cars out there, so we're looking forward to it. Let's get under hood uh, for someone that may be listening that uh, wants an un- understanding of let's say they don't have any symptoms, but. They may feel like the vehicle needs an overall tune-up, if you will. How would you approach that with a client that's coming in regarding the inspection? Let's talk about that. You know, we qualify the cars individually based on, we, we try to go to the end and work backwards. What do they use the car for? What do they expect out of the car? And so on. So on the earlier cars, we deal with a lot of cars that come out of storage and cars that have not been on the road where we're addressing fuel systems. And to some people that don't understand, a lot of these cars had carburetors on them. So we have Lamborghinis with six two-barrel carburetors. And so we're going through and methodically addressing fluids, compression tests, leak-down tests, going over the whole car to make it turnkey ready and dependable because these people want to get in it. They want to go point A to point B without any headaches and, and come back. And, you know, it's just the pleasure of owning the car. You know, you don't turn the radio on because the exhaust sounds so good. So if you hear a loud stereo in a car, it's truly because the car doesn't sound very good. <laughs> I think that's a safe bet for any car that you drive. That's a problem. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, with car, car show season coming, of course, we had, uh, we've had both Craig Jackson on the show. We're honored to have him and Drew Alcazar, and they're all itching. And we're hoping that uh, 21 brings a, a change of tide and we have in-house, uh, you know, appearances and so on uh, at some of these venues. I imagine that this is sort of a, 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 regardless of this crazy wild year, that this is the season where a lot of folks are like, all right, let's dust this off. Let's get under hood, make sure my brakes are good, things are tuned up. We still have some car shows around the valley. That we do. That we do. And, you know, we witnessed uh, that unknown territory at the beginning of this pandemic that we're dealing with several months ago and it was at crossroads whether it could have gone one way or the other we actually experienced an uptick in people that said you know there's really no events plans so let's go ahead and get the car in and do some major stuff that have been meaning to do and then i'll be ready when all this stuff uh, is uh, is subsiding so we were very beneficial to the you know to the to the calmness of the atmosphere but like i said now people are vibrating to get out there and do something yeah, and I have to I have to say, in, in uh, the 15 years that we've been there, Susie, uh, at that location there, Chandler and Dobson, we had the same thing. Of course, yes. it was more retail. We don't do a whole lot of the exotics and such, but uh, people were coming out saying, "Hey, I want to get I want to get this work done," and uh, it's interesting to see that. Uh, Joe, I want you to hang tight. If you're just catching the show, guys, get onto SCCAR Center. Dot com sccarcenter.com. Uh, check out the website there. We've got Joe Ritz uh, under hood behind some of the exotics and some muscle cars. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about more about what you can expect during that experience. If it's kind of, uh, you know, you're driving a regular Hyundai or Chevy pickup and you've just acquired a muscle car, what can you expect under hood? 
And what are the stages? We know that everybody's not sitting around with big, big money right now, some of you, and you want to go stages. How do you handle that? Stay tuned, Wrench Nation next. Funding for Wrench Nation Car Talk brought to you by Anytime Auto Glass, a family-owned full-service windshield replacement and repair company with a focus on hard work, integrity, and providing a no-hassle professional service for their windshield and vehicle tint clients. Anytime AutoglassAZ.com or call 480-430-4597. Anytime Autoglass. Parts Authority Auto Parts. Founded in 1972, a leading national distributor of automotive replacement parts, tools, equipment, and transmissions. For a location near you, visit PartsAuthority.com. Vision Collision, a full-service auto body repair, collision repair, and automotive paint facility in Tempe, Arizona, serving all of Greater Phoenix. Free towing, free estimates, Vision Collision, family owned and operated, 480-248-9049, Vision Collision. Welcome back. Uh, advise you guys, get on to WrenchNation.tv. Go back in time. Show number 170, we had Wayne Carini on, uh, chasing classic cars from Barnyard Finds to Restoration Gems. If you're in the mood after this show, get on to number 170, because that is a great show also uh, discussing sort of how to find these vehicles, and then what do you do? How do you approach that? Uh, we've got Joe Ritz with the Sports and Collector Car Center out of Tempe, Arizona, uh, who actually sees these cars every day and has a great method. They uh, do a lot of restoration and uh, maintenance and automotive type work under hood. Joe, welcome back. Nice to be back. Yeah, good to have you. And one of the things in, in discussing with Wayne, we asked him, and we like to ask a lot of our guests, is I go out, I find something, intrinsic value. Let's use the 56 Hudson, Susie. You know, we've got that in the garage. But I'm not sure about what to start with. And I have a budget. Many are listening now. They realize it's, it's, it's to do things right, it's going gonna, it's gonna to cost appropriately uh, for that experience, that service experience, and the value of that. How would you approach me if I'm coming into your place? What would you start with? Is it the safety? Do I want drivability? What's the combination of that? Well, I think the key word that you used was budget, and that's where we usually start because everybody has an idea of what they're comfortable with, and everything that we do, we want to be value-driven. Labor is the most expensive, and we want to be focused that we're not doing anything twice or undoing something to do something else. So the mechanical aspect of it to make sure that it's roadworthy, safe, and dependable is where we always start because the next steps are, you know, personal, cosmetic, be it what they may. But the, the bones of the, th- of the uh, whole thing are the fact that the car is dependable, mechanically sound. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. I mean, that's, a, that's an organized roadmap for folks. That is. Um, now, of course, uh, we'll just uh, okay. de- declare it. Susie, we, 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 we gave uh, Susie the total opposite advice because we said, which vehicle is it, Susie? It's the 58 Chevy, Joe. Do you remember I talked to you and I said, before I knew you. Uh, yeah. So what we did, we said, uh, you know, uh, under Frank's advisement, because I'm like, girl, get in that car. It runs well enough. You're not going to do all this. T-. You know, we'll do the basics, but paint that sucker, do the interior, and just 
go ahead and get your car show on. It's okay, you know. <laughs> Enjoy it sooner than later with what uh, – and that's not always the great way to go. <laughs> but, Is it, Joe? <laughs> I, uh, I, I can relate. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, so it is important to sort of organize your needs. What are your needs? A lot of you are in uh, maybe in a, a Susie situation where you may have something that is uh, fairly running well. It's safe. And, and before you start popping a new motor and a transmission and all this major front-end work or exhaust, you may just say, like we did, just paint it, <laughs> make, painting, it nice, make it look pretty. Put some fuzzy dice and carry on. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, we always, uh, one of the mantras of the show, Joe, is, is uh, you know, you, you just got to enjoy your ride. I think sometimes folks get too, I mean, in fact, that'd be a question for you. Do you find that you have somebody new, a new client to you that is part of a car club and they want to do what Joe or Jill did and you have to really kind of center them and say, hey. Do what you want. You know, it's true. And, and and people, they get, you know, with the Internet and everything else, and, and you know, opinions are pretty priced correctly, as in free. So there's a lot of advice out there that takes people in the wrong direction. And I and I do tell people that's not the way I would do it. In fact, that's not, we won't do it that way. Because at this level, I should by now know better than they do about how it should be done. Yeah. So there's jobs that we have passed on because I know that that's the wrong approach and the end product is not going to be uh, what they want. Yeah, and, it, and I think we see that in the garage uh, sometimes. Uh, I use drivability as an example, um, not to knock the Internet and not to knock YouTube or the free check engine light testing, but... Man, I've got a seasoned technician. He's got to be paid for transparency and to do it right, and there's a charge behind that. And I think you listening right now, hey, you know, an emergency code pull for a newer vehicle. You know, I have some of my great Sun Lakes folks. They're nervous that check engine light comes on, and, and we'll do a courtesy code pull right on the drive. But, man, if we're going to dive in and we're contending with, uh, you know, 50, 60, 100 million lines of code, there's there's a fee for that. And I think... Uh, I, I think the consumer's gotten smarter, uh, Joe. I think for years they may have tried the whole free route and said, oh, I won't do that again because it ends up costing them more later. No, I agree, especially on how expensive you know, the cars are these days. And, you know, we like to tell people, we certainly don't want to be on a high horse, but we do tell people regularly that, you know, our pricing and our, our work is uh, based on our expertise, not on your budget. So we want them to be understanding that they're paying for what we know. Yeah, and I think being upfront about that, I think most folks can respect that, of course. Um, what are some of the challenges on working with some of these higher-end Ferraris and Lamborghinis? Uh, we have a lot of mechanics that tune in from across the country. What's the biggest difference between, let's say, uh, a modern-day fuel-injected vehicle to an old carbureted-operated, you know, classic that you have. What, what are some of the challenges that you're having? Well, you know, it's a great question in that uh, there's been a time where I've had a, you know, a late model for us would be late 90s Ferrari fuel-injected fuel uh, sitting next to an early Lamborghini Espada with uh, old fuel in it, like I uh, intimated previously, six carburetors that smelled awful. And it's the same attention to detail and the same basic steps in that we methodically go through and we're checking uh, ignition, we're checking fuel, uh, and it's just a knowledge of, of the car itself. But the, the motions are the same. It's, it's slow, deliberate, 
intentioned and focused motions that bring you the best result because you don't want to miss anything. And like I said, we don't want to waste any labor hours because that's where the most expense is at. Right, no doubt. And I imagine sometimes you run into a, uh, I mean, you have your part suppliers that are, are specific to certain systems of the vehicle and certain platforms, but I imagine parts. Has the Internet helped? That's uh, the question I'd like to ask. Has the Internet helped the classic car and uh, luxury vehicle uh, restoration and service market? Has that helped you? You know, I've had the same suppliers in-state and out-of-state for many, many years and it seems that there's more people delving into it, but less people keeping any inventory. So my old go-to people seem to still be the way to go. I get a lot of people where I'll check something, and he says, you know, we don't have it, but I can order it. Well, we can all order it. So we, uh, we're blessed locally with one of the strongest Ferrari, Lamborghini, Maserati uh, suppliers in the nation, and he's local. So that has really helped us a yeah, lot. When they're and, in their backyard like that, that, that oh, definitely keeps it flowing. Yeah. yeah, and then we do a lot of overnight shipping and second-day shipping. As you know, you can't tie a lift up for a week waiting on something. Yeah, so, no doubt. You know, if you're just cool. joining us, uh, we've got uh, Joe Ritz uh, from Sports and Collector Car Center. In fact, I'll shoot out a phone number if you have interest, 480-968-5000. They're based out of Tempe. Uh, they're more than happy to look at any vehicle uh, that you have. They are committed to the preservation of investment-grade automobiles. Car culture, Joe, there's a lot of back and forth, and, and we say this on the show, hashtag fake news. <laughs> we don't think it's going anywhere, but California Governor Gavin Newsom recently announced that in 2035 they will not have any new gas vehicles on the road. What are your thoughts here? You know, I, I try to ignore it, but I, I guess I have to be cognizant of it. Uh, That's the best advice. Just ignore it. I was talking to somebody recently, and they were uh, touting the you know this whole this whole deal, and I said, well, last year with Scottsdale January auctions and Kissimmee, Florida Meekum auctions, they're probably you know two hundred fifty million dollars in classic cars changed hands. So until that until that starts to really depreciate, I think there's a lot of interest in the in, and these all ran on fossil fuel, some old fossil fuel and some fresh fossil fuel, but they were all fossil fuel. Yeah, we've had the folks, uh, great folks from uh, ClassicCars.com on the show, and and they are they have a future uh, collector, collector car. car show out in Scottsdale, and I and I thought, boy, what a great way to promote some of the future classics, i.e. some of the, uh, you know, the sort of the uh, mid-80s, late-80s, and early-90s-Z model vehicles, mm -hmm. the older Supras and so on, the older Volkswagens. And I think that's a great way to sort of pitch forward yep. so we don't lose interest. I think the big misnomer is that millennials aren't interested, and, and that's fake news there. Millennials are getting their their classic car on and, and, and investing, if you will. Speaking of investing, talk to us about that, Joe, do you find that someone with a pretty decent portfolio, they've worked hard uh, and they've put some money away, owning a classic car or exotic is a great investment by way of how it's returning year over year and year after year. Would you agree? You know, I do. And again, it, it depends on the mark. I always advise my people to buy what they love. 
and a lot of it, as you know, is a reintroduction to something they sold so the kids could go to college, something they sold because they were getting married, and they revisit it down the road. But it was funny. I had a couple of guys in last week, and one guy had spent a copious amount of money on a on a muscle car, and his friend thought he's shaking his head. It was his business partner. He goes, I can't even understand it. And I saw his shirt was a golf shirt. I said, are you a golfer? And he said, yeah. And I said, you know, in our hobby, at the end of the day, we can recoup our our money. How do you do that in golf? <laughs> and it and, went to crickets. And did you slowly walk him over to some of the beautiful cars that you actually have for oh sale? My. Did you convince him, Joe? He said, come on over here. Look at this. Join I, the club. Yeah. <laughs> I had to indoctrinate him, yes. Yeah. Well, I think that's a misnomer, too, I yeah. think. Um, which is really neat, right? Car culture. One of the great things is whatever age or level of life you're at, whether you're someone that's seasoned or, you know, younger, you, you, you pick it up, man. And it's one of the greatest hobbies. Like I, I say this all the time, Susie, like get these kids out of those digital platforms and mom, dad, uncle Louie, they were all tinkering yep. in the driveway with a ride. Yep. And, and you know, that, it's sad to see, Joe, that many of our schools, not just automotive, but a lot of the skilled trades, have gone away by way of some of these classes to tinker with. No, and and I and I echo your sentiments. I I brought over a couple of young men from one of the local trade schools, and you know they walked around and they got big eyes and they saw everything, and you know I could tell that they had that passion at some level. And I told them we take these cars out in the morning, we put these ones back in the, in the evening time, and you don't touch a car without special care. And they were so excited, they're both staring at me. And I was looking at them, I said, let's get started. Well, neither one of them drove a manual transmission. Yeah. And I didn't realize it. I thought about it for a minute, and I said, they don't even get an opportunity to drive a manual Oh, my. Everybody knows how to drive a standard. Everybody should. Hey, well, not well. Everybody knows should be the mantra, but not everybody knows. In fact, we've we've had the same thing with some uh, younger techs, and you know, we we will try to get them to transition there to that. To I mean, we see our fair share of sticks in the garage. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Now I got to challenge you, Joe. Yes. So you mentioned, you know, you want you want to love what you buy, right? Right. But what about loving what you get? So let's say I wasn't in the market for a classic car, but the opportunity arose where I could help out a friend, buy it off him. That's how I got my 58 Chevy. Okay. It's not the car I wanted, but it's the car I got. Created a buzz for you, though. It did. It did. I tell people all the time on that kind of stuff because it's of my culture is that they go, well, you know, they, they hem and haw a little bit. But I said, when you're done waving, to all the people that give you a thumbs up when you drive to the coffee shop in the morning, you, then you can go back in the garage and realize just how cool it is. Oh, my gosh, because I'm that person right now. I wave <laughs> to the cars. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, Susie, prior to coming to us, I mean, you've been with us, what, now, four years or so. Yeah. Um, I mean, you've, you've just dove into this whole automotive, industry, and it's really cool to see you've got the little Honda Prelude now. You've, you've, you're pick, you've got a little collection of we cars. We do have going, a little collection. Which is awesome. I think, Joe, the inspiration point of, of what we do when we can turn folks on at whatever level, you know, that because uh, life can be rough, man. You need some therapy. You need to get behind that wheel and get some therapy. <laughs> Absolutely. I tell people on, on cars when we deliver them that we did, uh, installed a, a uh, 
prescription windshield. When you look out, everything is going to look so much nicer, I so cleaner, <laughs> so much cooler. You'll really appreciate it. Before we go on to some of the cars that you actually have for sale, we want to give you an opportunity for some shout-outs in the back shop. Uh, I know that you may have a few people listening. Who would you like to give shout-outs to, Joe? Well, I'm going to recognize the uh, entire staff. I know they're working vigorously, so probably just listening with one ear. But we have my brother, Pat, out there that runs the shop. We have Brian Attilio, our new addition from Italy. Kevin, who's been with us some 30-plus years. And Johnny, who's been with us some 20-plus years with a little break in between. But I consider it the the top-flight guys, and uh, they're more family than anything, so we have a great team. And that's what it's about. I think a lot of you listening right now, um, you know, we're not knocking the big 100-bay facilities, but nothing like a good old-fashioned corner place that you can get to know, share stories, and trust with the transparency that they'll get the attention to detail right. Talk to us about some cars for sale on the website. Of course, see, uh, that's S-C-C-A-R-Center.com. Talk to us, Joe. What do you got for sale? Well, you right now, probably my premier cars, I've got a 66 Jaguar XKE Coupe, totally restored. And it's kind of interesting. A couple of them, car, a couple of that mark of car, did very well over the past few years, and all of a sudden they start coming out of the woodwork. So cars that were previously not for sale, now that the market is where it is, are for sale. And some of the pricing is a little aggressive, but, uh, you know, it's like trying to get into the market at the right time. These cars, such as a split-window Corvette or an XKE Jaguar, they're timeless. They've, uh, they've kind of defied all the market trends. We've seen different with the 567 Chevrolets and the 567 Thunderbirds. They kind of plateaued now, and they were on an on a uphill climb for a long time. So just by age demographic, cars have changed, but there's certain marks that are just almost foolproof. Yeah, awesome. And I invite you guys, if you are looking at purchasing a classic or a European vehicle uh, or any luxury vehicle, go head on over to the Scott's uh, Sports and Collector Car Center. Uh, Joe Ritz and Pat Ritz and the team over there will take care of you. Uh, pre-purchase inspections, you do. I think that's part of a uh, very important part of the process, yeah? Oh, you know, it's, it's one of the things I just recently flew out to California to do one for a client, and he says, yeah, I'm just not really sure I want to spend the money. And I said, well, you know, you've been in finance your whole life. The car's $300,000. It's going to cost you, you know, 1500 to get it inspected. You, you tell me. So there's, you know, differing levels. But we all used to have a friend that knew about cars or something, and such is not the case as it used to be. So a pre-purchase inspection is probably the best money ever spent. Yeah, that's some great advice. Of course, uh, we're honored to have... Uh you on the show, Joe, with its dedicated staff. Sports and Collector Car Center has earned a reputation for its old-world craftsmanship combined with new-age technology and a smile. Joe, thanks for hanging out with Ranch Nation. I really enjoyed it. I appreciate the time, and uh, I appreciate the uh, the whole format because this is stuff that needs to be discussed, and you give it a nice public forum. Well, thank Aww, you so much. We're going to connect. Joe. In fact, uh, on the next segment, we'll talk about the event that you have coming up. But, Joe, thank you so much. Big regards to the family over there at Sports and Collector Car Center. Thank you. You bet. Yeah, you know, I think uh, you guys can agree. I know. I know the holidays are coming. You're in the market. 
Some of you are going to ditch the purchase of turkey, and you don't want to get turkeyed <laughs> on a classic car. So you need to get, I mean, one of the biggest word of advice there is pre-purchase purchase. inspection. Yep. Protect your investment and your wallet. Stay in two. Ranch Nation next. Funding for Ranch Nation Car Talk brought to you by Anytime Auto Glass, a family-owned, full-service windshield replacement and repair company with a focus on hard work, integrity, and providing a no-hassle professional service for their windshield and vehicle tint clients. Anytime, autoglassaz.com or call 480-430-4597. Anytime, Autoglass. Volare, oh, cantare, oh, oh, oh. Welcome back, Ranch Nation. Get on to RanchNation.tv. Let's fly way up to the clouds. If you have any questions, feel free to reach us uh, directly at the garage there. Uh, we are in Chandler, Chandler and Dobson, Desert Car Care. Uh, we've got a whole network of folks across the country. There isn't any reason why your vehicular needs should go untrusted or with a little agita. We want to save you. We are your Pepto-Bismol for the Ajita? Ajita. That's oh, it's Ajita. Our Italian guy, Romo. Oh, He knows Roma. what the Ajita. Ajita. <laughs> you know, that's when you ate a pizza and it's just rough. Talk to us about uh, the uh, Ritz family there, uh, Sports and Collector Car Center. Has an event coming up. Let's announce. Absolutely. So it is the 2020 Jaguar event. Um, why is it called the event, Frank? Because they're going to feature the Jaguar XKEs. Um, well, it's the largest yeah, in the Southwest, which is really cool. It is. And there's going to, it's free admission, and it's um, from 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. on Halloween morning, October outdoors, 31st. Outdoors. Outdoors. Social distancing will be practiced at the Scottsdale Plaza Resort. What that's a great, great place. Way. Yeah. It, it was, so you guys know, look, that's Halloween, man. So uh, the trick or treat, do have a little fun. Yeah. And then go out and participate with some great history. A lot of you have been to the muscle car shows, and that's cool. But this is a rarity. You don't get a whole lot of XKE Jaguars, uh, the iconic uh, XKE. For you guys, go ahead, Google that. It's a mm -hmm. beautiful body lines, well-engineered vehicle uh, from Jaguar. You guys can catch that October 31st, that eighth annual event. And, of course, we remind you also, go visit sccarcenter.com. Dot com, that Sports and Collector Car Center, for any of your uh, your needs in that arena, they'll take care of you. Yes. Yeah. So one more announcement. We got announcements. This is the season. Uh, there are fundraisers uh, that are going on, and we would like to acknowledge Tech Force Foundation. Uh, a lot of you may want to head over to this site because you can apply for scholarships. It's the biggest thing. It's amazing. A lot of scholarships are not filled. Nice. Did you know this? I did not know that. I mean, this is a big problem for a lot of these uh, sort of nonprofit foundations that are out there. A lot of scholarships are not filled, whether because it's because of the, lack of interest. Well, it's it's it's. How do I know? Oh. Where do I go? So I'm going to tell you right now. All of my welders, automotive collision, automotive technicians that are up and coming. There is scholarships available, techforce.org. And, of course, if you have a corporation, company, small or large, uh, think about aiding and funding. That's very important for the future, techforce.org. Great show, Susie. Nice, Frank. Thank you. I want to invite you guys, uh, if you miss bits and pieces, catch the Wrench Nation upload to your favorite podcast player. 
Also invite you to RanchNation.tv. Over 200 shows. There's something in there for you, you, and you. Always an honor to hang out with you. As I tell you every week, be safe, hug each other, and never forget to hug a mechanic. You, my friend, have nothing to fear, my friend. You have nothing to fear, my friend, except for love. Why don't you guys get on to wrenchnation.tv, check out well over 190 shows. There will be a show for you or you or you. There's always something exciting. Next week, we'll be back with you. Uh, of course, the live show Wednesday, 4 p.m. Uh, get on to Facebook. Uh, we, we don't do a whole lot of car tips on this show, but you know we are here for you. And if you're local, man, come down. Chandler and Dobson. Don't worry about spending money. We just want to see you. We'll give you a whole uh, whole COVID little hand bump. That's right. And hopefully we get back to the hugs, <laughs> right? So as I tell you every week, man, be safe, hug each other, and never forget to hug a kid. Hey, Parts Authority Auto Parts. Founded in 1972, a leading national distributor of automotive replacement parts, tools, equipment, and transmissions. For a location near you, visit PartsAuthority.com. Bolt-On Technologies, automotive software solutions. Auto repair shops that have Bolt-On Technologies software provide customer vehicle condition reports, including photos and text, real-time digital reports, multi-point inspections, estimates, and repair information at your fingertips. Info at boltontechnology.com.